Hi, I'm Oki. And I'm Caddy. And this is Books, Cats, and Snacks. Shout out number 919. Wow. That's really a high number. Where I even like... wrote it on the top of the <laughs> I was going to say, I think it's number like 39 or something. But if even, you want to go with that. Even 39? Even... Really? Yeah. We've done a good amount of these. Wow. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So 939, whatever. <laughs> Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, hi, everybody. Welcome to our book shout outs where Caddy and I each pick two books that we've been kind of obsessing on our own. And we just want to talk a little bit about it. But before we do all that, I wanted to kind of make a quick like comment about one of our buddy authors that we've highlighted before. His name is Glenn Peacott, and he had a volume one out that we did an episode on, and it's a collection of short stories. Mm -hmm. I want to say there were five short stories in that volume one that we did. Yeah, it was five. So he just published volume two, which I think is a pretty cool cover because it's it's eyeballs on yellow background. I'm excited, yeah. So this one is a set of seven stories. They're all kind of different and with like varying degrees of creepiness, I guess, or horror. Oh, horror. Yes. One of the stories I really liked was one that was called James, who's like this loner dude who lives in this apartment who gets this delivery of kind of like this, this little, I want to say it's like a living organism thing that he kind of feeds and it kind of becomes this huge overwhelming creature and that's all I want to say about that honestly but it just reminds me a lot of like tells from the crypt style kind of stories I went the complete opposite direction it reminds me of uh the plant from Little Shop of Horrors (laughs) feed me see more feed me (laughs) but we just wanted to kind of do a shout out for his new set of short stories and that's Glenn Peacock's Mind Volume 2 it's out and it's uh, available on Amazon I think on his website but if you guys check him out on Instagram you can you can certainly follow him there and you know get linked to his books but let's start our shout out we just wanted to give him a little spotlight there but Mm -hmm. Katty you want to start with your first book sure okay so both of my books tonight are going to be from the same author interesting yeah i know same author so her name is amber hunt and how i found out about amber hunt is actually she does a podcast called crimes of the century oh i know that one yeah so she does you know different kind of some of them are really popular some of them kind of unknown and you know her tagline is they were really big stories at the time it's a lot of pop culture references in these cases and each one of them kind of changes a lot and of sorts and how we view the law in in different ways some of them are based on statutes some of them are based on how we kind of view this type of crime in society so her podcast is really great you guys should really listen to it so one interesting case that she did on her podcast was the Osage murders the Osage Nation murders I even brought it up in our in our podcast as well about you know the books that are based on this murder it kind of goes to show that it's pretty relevant and there's a new movie that's coming out about it so it's a really interesting case those type of cases you know they're you know they're a little unknown but very very interesting the first book i'm going to talk about is her actually her newest book that's coming out next year january 16th of 2024 it's 384 pages it's crimes of the centuries the cases that changed us 
by Amber Hunt. The book just shows us pop culture's most noteworthy crimes that are both famous and a little unknown. It's how each crime has impacted the legal system in some way. I'm just guessing it's just like a catalog of different cases that she's done on the podcast as well as different cases. So she has a collection of books. I didn't realize just how... Yeah, like I to the extent of her, she does have a lot. Her yeah. yeah, she has a lot. She's done a lot of interesting cases. There's another book that she has written, so I'm going to spotlight that one next. But the first book is Crime of the Centuries: The Cases That Changed Us. Okay, that that's so my first cool. book. Yeah, that's totally up our alley. Oh yeah, this is I, something that we would listen to, read about, talk mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. It's really good. She did one on <laughs> Selena, like a whole episode on Selena. And she found oh, out a little bit. Oh, that's and, right. You told me about that. Mm-hmm. There was a couple of facts in there that I never knew about that she found. When you're a true crime enthusiast, there's always those couple of crimes that really stick with you and that you, you know, you read every book, you listen to every story because mm-hmm. not only John because. Ramsey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> every time. Mm-hmm. John Bonet gets me. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, 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 it just those little known facts that some people find or that are unheard of that kind of adds to it. That was another one. And that's why I love that episode. It was really well done. She did a really good job of it. I really want to keep going with the true crime. Actually, I have a few books that way, but I'm going to stick to what I planned out for, mm-hmm. for this week's episode. Yeah. So the first book I chose is called B Conspiracy by David Boito. Okay. And I actually posted about it on our Instagram, I think last week. He's an indie author that I talked to on the other show, but this is his recent publication. It's 340 pages and it was published August 18th, 2023. Now, this is more of a like conspiracy theory thriller type. It's based around this impulsive detective. His name is Duke. And he's kind of stuck on admin leave. He's with the LAPD. Okay. He's desperate to kind of go back in the groove of being a detective, figure out homicide, things like that. Okay. And then, but there was an accidental death that has to deal with the bee, with bee stings. His boss told him, hey, can you go investigate into this? And he's mm-hmm. kind of like, all right, they're trusting me mm-hmm. to to figure out what's happening here. So he's teamed up with this special agent named Kelso, who's with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service that specializes in study of insects. So kind of think Gil Grissom with CSI kind of thing. Yeah, okay. This is along that line or a very X-Files kind of type. The one that he's teamed up with, he thinks that this the bee sting incident, it's actually a murder. Mm-hmm. So this is where the part of like conspiracy comes in. It seems like a simple thing, right? Like these things, why are we investigating a murder? But to me, this book is just much more complex than that. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a baseline, but I feel like it's a big puzzling masterpiece kind of a book. Yeah, not only do we like the true crime century stuff, you and I mm-hmm. also like like puzzles and these mm-hmm. type of like, hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> like my brain immediately goes to that. Like, yep. Right. I almost said that we're going to like play with our mustache and like tour. Like, <laughs> we'll put on our fake mustaches yes, and then we'll, yes. we'll, yeah. We got to we'll be Poirot. I'll be Poirot. Yes. I don't know where, what I went to. I don't know why Hellraiser came to my head. I know that has nothing to do with the book or what we just talked about or even a mustache thing. Hellraiser. I have no I freaking idea why I went there. I oh think my, maybe I just th- something on our face. Uh-huh. What was the first thing that came to my head? I don't know why. I've never seen those movies. <gasps> never seen Patty. them. Patty. I'm not a horror fan. 
That's true. I know. I'm not a horror fan. I've seen fan, it so many times. I've seen like, like all the like, different ones. Like Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> I've seen Halloween. Right. I actually had this huge conversation with this random like Reddit person that posted about different book covers uh-huh. and he was talking about this one book cover I don't remember the book now sorry that had this like creepy tree on it and I was like the creepiest tree that I've ever read watched anything about is the one in Poltergeist like that uh-huh. tree outside that boys went oh, it still scares me to this day but I think we're going off topic but let's move on <laughs> okay so this book so interesting and he has Another book also called Valley Flyers, which I think should get its own spotlight because that one is really, really unique and interesting too. But the book I'm talking about today is called Be Conspiracy by David Boito. I like that a lot. Yeah. It's, I'm not going to lie. Really I like different. That. It's not like uh-huh. it's homicide. Yes. It's investigation. Yes. And like that has to do with insects or has to do with bees, which are so fascinating. It's, it's something different. I, mm-hmm. I really like the... It's it's, it's, it's almost like watching the, the show French, because which I love. So it's almost oh, kind of like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not so much the violence and the gore. It's much more like the interworkings of the mind type of yeah. thing. I think yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. My second book is The All-American Murder by Amber Hunt. It was published August 30th of 2011, and it is 260 pages. This book's a little older, not by much, but this book is about the tumultuous relationship between two college students that came from very fortunate backgrounds. Oh, I think I know what case you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and ultimately, okay. their meeting is what was their doom. Although they came from the same background, they grew up very differently. Like their family dynamics were very different. And I think that's what kind of shaped the type of people that they grew up to be, essentially. The synopsis, uh, Yardley Love and George Hughley V both came from pillaged backgrounds. And although they looked well together, that was far from the truth. Both Yardley and George played lacrosse for the UVA college team and had their whole lives ahead of them. Tragically, one of these individuals would die months before their graduation, and the other would be charged and convicted of the crime. This story just tells us how dangerous dating violence can be. What I know from the case, from what I've heard from different podcasts, is, is that it was a lot of just that dating violence, like domestic dating violence between the two of them. And the fact that they, like their team, the group that they were in, in lacrosse, it was kind of like a, like a, a sorority fraternity type. They were like a family. They didn't, you know, the boys and the girls, they partied together, everything together. And they had such a camaraderie between them that nobody, the big thing is like, nobody really said anything, did anything. They never really, even though there was plenty of red flags and just right you know when you're that young you don't ever think that anything was going to happen to you you think you're invincible this doesn't happen to these kids this doesn't happen to privileged children it's one of those that it's not supposed to happen here and it's always that we need to stop saying that like it can happen anywhere it can happen to anyone you know once you put that tagline on it sometimes it seems like it happens even more frequently because of that moniker of it would never happen here. It would never happen to, to them. And it's a really tragic story. It's really sad. You know, when, once you know the the length and the toll that it took, it's a really good story. It's a very, very well written, I'm sure. So one more time, that's The All-American Murder by Amber Hunt. I like that you picked the same author for both books. Because I was listening to the podcast and she said, I have a new book. And I was like, done. So I like, paused <laughs> and I went to go look for it because I was so excited. And then the whole catalog came up and I was like, ah. 
So I, I just went, <laughs> yeah, a little, ah, I li- yeah, I just stopped to my track. That was me stopping in my tracks, everyone. Wow. So if you ever see me in public, ah, that's when you know that. That's- <laughs> <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> okay. I have so many horror books, like in the other horror books that's in the arsenal that I'm so excited to talk about, but I think I'm going to, I'm going to save those for October. Actually, I have enough for the rest of the year, but we'll just, <laughs> we'll just <laughs> I'll just add in some other ones in the meantime. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I'll save it for October for sure. Okay. okay. So the next book that I picked, is actually a Japanese cult classic mystery. It's called A Decagon House Murders by Yukito Ayasuchi. And it's been translated by Ho-Ling Wong. Is there a cat on the cover? No. Okay, oh. no. But I was really excited when I came upon this. It's a short book. Well, I mean, it's it's a normal size book. It's 284 pages. Okay. And the, this first one, it's it was uh, published December 3rd of 2020. Mm-hmm. And if you look at, like, I think this is the first book in the series. Mm-hmm. The cover is really plain and simple, but kind of really interesting. Oh, I love that. It's centered around an island. The island name is Sunojima, and it's notorious as the site of a series of bloody unsolved murders. And some even say it's haunted. Even though I was holding back on the horror, but I guess I kind of like, this is like a like a midway to there since it's it's about murders, of course. I got a bowl because I'm eating it up. Just <laughs> eating it up right now. There's this university and there's a mystery club. They have an annual trip and they're going to this island. Of course. Okay. And of course, when the first club member turns up dead, the remaining amateur sleuths realize they will need all of their murder mystery expertise to get off the island alive. I don't know if this is leaning more toward the types that I read versus the type that Caddy reads, but it's definitely this, certainly this like Agatha Christie type murder mystery thing she's really excited you guys she's beaming with like excitement right now it sounds so good i'm, I'm all right. in. there's a kitty in there somewhere i know there is <laughs> it's japan of course it and is. it says here as the party are picked off one by one the survivors grow desperate and paranoid turning on each other will anyone be able to untangle the murderous fiendish plan before it's too late i am excited about this book that so. sounds amazing and that cover right. is beautiful I, I love think it. It's clever. The book is The Decagon House Murders by Yukito Ayatuji. And that's it of our shout out, guys. I hope that gives you a little bit of a little inspiration into your next read. And hopefully, you also pick up Glenn Peacock's book. We are currently reading Serial Showgirl by Daniel Craigo with Melinda Bryce. And I am loving this book. It's so good. Our, our monthly read. This one is a really good one. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys are reading along and check us out on our Instagram because we are not doing anything else anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next week for the book discussion and we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.